0: Welcome to
1: Positively
0: West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us, and thanks for uh, to those of you guys listening on the podcast as well. We're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, One of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories. I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never get to see or hear about. My team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here in our state and build great companies here in West Virginia. Let's make West Virginia as strong as we possibly can. All of our guests are people who are really getting that done. And I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Bill Heckel and his company, Green Briar Valley Brewing Company. Bill, thanks for being on the show today. Uh, thanks for having me, Jim. Yes, sir. I, I'm very, uh, I'm very excited to have you on the podcast to share your story. Bill Heckle is the president, the majority owner of Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company in Maxwelton, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Greenbrier County. Originally from Elkins, West Virginia, Bill Heckle moved to Greenbrier County in 2018 to take the helm at GVBC, as they're also known. Bill breathed new life in the GVBC launching a series of successful expansions that have seen both production and distribution increases tremendously. Their mission at Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company is to enhance their customers' lives by producing unique craft beer brought to and reached for on adventures small and large. They partner with local and regional retailers to strengthen their local economy and their community, and their pride for West Virginia is boundless. They follow their motto, and I love this, get out, explore, explore bring beer by remaining environmentally friendly in the production and distribution of their products i invited bill on the show today to talk about Greenbrier valley brewing company to share their story and give our audience some valuable insight into their company bill take a minute fill in some gaps from that brief intro and give us a little behind the curtain look into your company well um
1: when we first started out here in uh, 2014, um, I I actually was not part of the company. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, later on, uh, I was a a very minor, minor owner. Um, I think I owned 10 shares out of 10,000. Oh,
0: wow. Um,
1: and, um, I saw a company that uh, had a really, really good quality product and, uh, it needed a little bit of help to get to the next level. Um, so, uh, whenever uh, I purchased uh, the business, um, we went from 190 barrels of fermentation capacity to uh, 640 barrels in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, in a, just a couple of months, and uh, in that time frame, we only uh, were not producing for a couple of weeks. Like we we stepped in and was able to go pretty quick. Uh, of course there's also sales uh, uh, the first year uh, we were on 2,000 barrels uh, and, and that was with the expansion and everything mm-hmm. not we didn't our, our sales didn't fall off the second year we pretty much doubled and until COVID came we were on pace to double again we were going to go wow. from 4,000 barrels to 8,000 barrels this year and um, our numbers we're set off like that uh, we start off the year really strong and then of course this uh covet hit and we had to kind of redirect our business uh after this because um all the bars and restaurants place where we sold over 56 to 65 percent of our uh, product if not more um all of a sudden just dried up but uh we've uh we've been very flexible and uh it's not saying it's easy but it's uh we're we're, we're still, Sell them beer.
0: Yeah, Bill. Well, thank you for for giving us a, a, you know that little behind the curtain peek into your company. You know, obviously, you know, craft brewing beer is really big business in West Virginia. Obviously, and it's it's something that's really it's it's more than it's fledgling. I mean, it's really taken off over the last several years. I got to ask you, how did how in the heck did you get started in the brewery business? How did you get started in this line of work?
1: well um like i said uh start off as a a minority a minor owner of just 10 shares um i owned a bar in elkins well it's a partner in a bar in elkins and uh, really saw that the the brand had a lot of potential and it just uh, needed to be more consistent on the availability Mm -hmm. at the time Uh, it was one where you could go and you could order it and then you wouldn't get it again for a couple months and Mm -hmm. it wasn't the the quality of the product it was just the availability so i really focused oh. in and came down was like looking mm-hmm. and thought it just needed some expansion and uh, where you could produce
0: more Very and cool
1: yeah. um that was the business plan we put in uh, place and well and like i said up until COVID, we were right on what our pro- <laughs> uh, projections so, were. so in
0: other words you didn't really start out to be uh, you know a, a brewing company owner years ago
1: uh, yeah, I just saw it as one of these. This was such a great quality product that uh, it well, was a shame that it wasn't available all the time. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, absolutely. And, and that's no – like I said, the, it only had 190 barrels from fermentation. So at most, you could only do two to 3,000 barrels a year. Yeah. Um, and it – it had more demand than it had the ability to supply.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about the beers here in a minute, but before we get into that, Bill, I just want to ask you. You know, what's your thirty-second pitch for Green Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company? In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do?
1: Um, I say we make the highest uh, high quality beers you can imagine uh, around, and uh, we we live by a motto of get out. Uh, explore uh, bring beer and enjoy the outdoors uh, like right now we have a um, our small batch system that's only available at the brewery um, is our explorer series mm. we we put out the, the trail heads uh, the longitude and latitude and give a trail in west virginia yeah that you know this is a place to start your exploration get out there and do it and you know uh, be one with nature if you pack it in pack it out yeah. uh, recycle try to be responsible
0: that's awesome now as I understand it you have six flagship beers and you have a bunch of seasonal mm-hmm. brews as well uh, all, obviously they're small batch talk a little bit about the beers
1: well um, our staple and our, our main flagship is the, the Devil Anse IPA mm-hmm. um, it's uh by far our number one seller and uh, we now have a pilsner that is uh goes for old randle which gives you the two sides of the hat fill and the toy McCoy- <laughs> feud. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh one of uh, our two original um uh, uh, concepts that were here was uh Wild Trail Pell L which uh its mascot is uh Sasquatch uh, kind of go on the cryptid scene there a little bit yeah. Mothman
0: yeah.
1: from over at Point Pleasant
0: that's your black um, IPA
1: yeah black IPA um, and then we have uh, our Zona's Revenge which is uh, for a local legend here uh, Zona Hester Shue which is one of only I think two ghosts now that's been kind of credited for solving their own murder uh, so yeah, it's yeah. and it, it's been like on uh, national shows and different things like that. Um, uh, I think actually just last year, I believe Drunk History on the Comedy Central did a show about it. So, uh, yeah,
0: awesome. but not
1: ours, but, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the story of Zona. Has Zona to yeah. 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 And, uh, then, uh, Bat Boy, which is like one of, uh, the weekly world news is number one or number two selling articles of all time and for their magazine. Um, yeah, it has origins here in West Virginia. Um, uh, here locally in the uh, lost world cavern which is literally less than a mile and a half from the brewery mm. um so uh that actually one of our employees lives right above it <laughs> that, that cave no kidding uh yep um so um those are our. i don't think i missed any but those are our main uh, mm-hmm. flagships and then we have uh Um, 35 Parks, which is um, um, it's more seasonal, but it's becoming a a more staple that uh, will probably be year-round before too long. Mm -hmm. And it's a pale ale that is uh, made with West Virginia wheat just up the road in Hillsborough, probably the for Mount produced probably uses more West Virginia material than than any other beer in the state. Uh, um, And uh, and it's 35 parks. There's 35 state parks in West Virginia, so we kind of did a homage to them, um, to the state park system, have yeah. people get out there and uh, uh, visit our what we have that we're fortunate. We're one of the states that we have a, a great state park system, and
0: yeah. Absolutely,
1: um, and we've partnered with Pipestem uh, State Park, and that's been good, I think, on both ends. Um, and it shows, brings tourism in, gives people uh, brand recognition for our us, and things that they enjoy. And um, one of our future goals, of course, is to be more regional, but still be focused on West Virginia. But yeah. um, geared towards the tourism and even you know venturing into virginia dc and maryland like we are now and mm-hmm. uh, eventually kentucky and ohio north carolina pennsylvania yeah um where maybe some product that is made here in west virginia gets loyal brand uh, fans from surrounding areas and uh, brings money back into west virginia so we can uh, keep employing and maybe uh, raise that number of employees we have which We've done pretty consistent. I think uh, when I came in, we had like uh, six to eight employees, and now we're at, uh, I believe, 16 full-time. That's and awesome. uh, other than COVID, up around 20 with part-time.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. Bill, yesterday in the Wall Street Journal, and that would have been uh, May 4th, uh, 2020, in the Wall Street Journal, there was a incredible article talking about the fact that uh, there's going to be tremendous opportunity in tourism for places like West Virginia, and they, they actually uh, mentioned Chelsea Ruby, our state commissioner of tourism, and uh, an ad that is currently running where that's talking about this concept of social distancing, you know, in West Virginia. So, I, I love the 35 Parks and uh, that beer kind of co-branding with tourism. I think that's a neat neat concept, and I, I commend you for that being creative and out-of-the-box thinking. Now, I want to talk a little bit about, and, and first of all, thanks for talking about all those beers. I, I think that's really amazing. When you talk about your your geographic market that you're serving, where are your products available right now? Where can people find Greenbrier <laughs> Valley Brewing Company, GVBC products?
1: Uh, right now we're in, currently in um, the whole state of West Virginia uh, We have a distribution throughout the state uh, throughout the state of Maryland even though um, our distributor right now uh, has been more focused on bars and restaurants so uh, mm-hmm. our product isn't as necessarily available there as it normally is um, it, I'm, I'm, as soon as everything turns around I figure we'll be back in that market um the DC uh, Northern Virginia area mm. and down in towards Roanoke yeah um, we're getting ready to try to push through the rest of Virginia soon I think we'd have been there by now if uh, the current situations wasn't going on. yeah um, then uh, Kentucky and Ohio and North Carolina were were our next areas that's so incredible we
0: were, that's that's huge you guys are uh, yeah. really branching out right there from from uh, Max Wilton uh, West Virginia, Greenbrier County. I mean, that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about um, the you know the the actual stores. Like, so could people find you in grocery stores? Or are you in chains? With we'll talk a little uh, bit specifically about that.
1: Yeah, uh, we're in pretty much every uh, Kroger's in West Virginia. In West Virginia, right now, okay. we're in most Well, if we're not in, we sh- will shortly be in most Walmart's. Um, I believe j- starting June first. Uh, We're going to be um, in 73 GoMart stores, Uh, um, and this is where the the business has kind of changed uh, overnight, like we were in bars and restaurants. We've been really making a focus point, even though we were really making a focus on this before, but Mm -hmm. uh, we've had to speed it up. Uh, I'll give you just (laughs) a... just so you know where we're coming from where we used to be kegs would be considered at minimum, uh, 58% of our business, if not 65. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also sold cans to restaurants and bars. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where it gets a little bit, uh, more, uh, uncertain numbers until we get more data. Mm -hmm. But, uh, our order this week is, uh, 708 cases, and only ten sextels, so ten kegs. What would, would normally be well over, at least close sixty-five percent of our sales would have been in kegs, and yeah. now it's all cans. Hmm. You know, seven hundred and eight cases compared to ten sextels. Yeah, um, it, that's a, and that's just this week's orders.
0: Okay. Uh, so, so do you have a canning operation right there uh, at your? Yes, brewery?
1: yes, we do. We have a canning line. Um, okay. Uh, 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 our size, I would say there's uh, three of us in West Virginia, and that's one of the great things about uh, uh, being – the best thing about being in business in West Virginia yeah. is uh, the, this industry really sticks together with through our guild. Yes. Uh, we're in a lot of areas. It's a very competitive market. Here, uh, it doesn't matter if your big timber just helped us out a couple of weeks ago and we were low on growlers. Um, wow. everybody gets along really, really well with each other and tries to help the industry as a whole. Yeah, why do, why do you just, think
0: that is, Bill? I mean, how, that's, that's, talk a little bit about that. I think that's a really cool. interesting point. Well, well it,
1: it's it's an industry if someone's going to drink uh, my beer, they're probably going to try someone else's, yeah, um, and vice versa. Yeah. It's yeah. and it, Just in a whole, everybody kind of likes to sample and see what everybody else is doing. Uh, And especially in the last three years, the quality has went up dramatically across the board. You know, uh, everybody has their hit and misses, but uh, it's uh, the practices are becoming to the point where, almost everyone is putting out a quality product whenever they put it out absolutely and that, and that's uh you know that's trial and error and the more you make the better you get at making it um and like a few of the new breweries are really already making some high quality uh product the some of the smaller but uh, making really good i know uh High ground up in Preston County, uh, they come right out of the chute, making uh, a high quality product. Yeah,
0: and um, exactly. So it's 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 kind of like the 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 concept that you know a a rising tide lifts all boats. Exactly. mentality here that you guys have. I, I think that's really cool and not a lot of industries have that. but I want to take a quick second just to mention the sponsors for Positively West Virginia and they are insurance centers, the State Journal, WVnews.com and Interaction Media. The financial support we receive from these companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, especially in the microbrewery, the brewery industry. Uh, our guest today is Bill Heckel. He's the owner president of Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company based in Maxwellton, West Virginia and Greenbrier County, West Virginia. Bill, let's get back into it. What's the uh, long-term vision? You've been at the helm since 2018 there. What's the vision you have for Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company long-term?
1: Long-term is uh, becoming a regional player. Uh, I am uh I really think that uh, as a state, we're still growing into the craft industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we still have room to grow inside the state of West Virginia. Um, and of course it's our focus, uh, but I see it going out and uh, kind of like I've already said is uh, getting to that regional uh, player action where, you know, we're actually, well, someone's on vacation, has our beer. Maybe they'll go back to Ohio and, Say, well, let me get this beer. And what it's really doing, it helps our local economy. It helps us employ more people. And the same as tourism, it's actually bringing money into the state instead of uh, watching our valuable resources, which is our people leaving the state to find new jobs.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, and that's one of the, that's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast. You know, we want to show people that there are great opportunities here, right? Just like what you're yeah. doing with with GVBC. What's one of the biggest challenges you face right now, Bill, with your company and kind of growing uh-huh. it? What's what what do you see out there?
1: Uh, the biggest challenge yeah um uh, i would say right now um and it's something i would recommend to any young entrepreneur or any entrepreneur is always making sure you're capitalized like mm-hmm. we were well capitalized uh, and had um, access to liquidity but uh when time times like these hit um we're, we're still hanging on but uh, it's 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 a struggle because uh i don't know i think it's more just not going over the, on the, I'm trying to put this in a nice way because I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, Sure, sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I don't think small businesses were taken care of, uh, well enough. Whenever mm-hmm. all this stimulus package went out, mm-hmm. um, it's should be easier for reputable, you know, businesses right now to have easier access to capital
0: mm-hmm.
1: because there's been so much pumped in, um, and like for the PPP, we, we were fortunate enough to be one of the companies that got that. But it's it, they keep moving the goalposts mm-hmm. like uh, you set it for one one aspect and then they change the policies midway through, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I'm grateful for what we have. But, you know, it also makes it hard on you whenever you set it up for one way and then all of a sudden they, they change it on. you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. Two or three weeks later. Um, and, 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 and I know it's a situation that uh, everybody was not equipped to uh, to see coming.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it, and I appreciate your insight on that. Bill, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners or maybe somebody who's thinking about starting an entrepreneurial venture or maybe even a brewing company? What's one piece of advice you would give them?
1: Uh, I would definitely say know your numbers and uh, uh, make sure that you have the capital uh, – don't try to go in cutting corners and thinking you mm-hmm. don't need that much. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you think you need add 20% to, and if not 30,
0: <laughs> it's always going to cost more than you thought. And it's always going to take twice as long. <laughs>
1: exactly. There's always going to be something that pops up and, uh, you know, make sure that you, you can weather a tough time like this. Yeah. Cause that's, uh, yeah. um, th- that's what scares me for other, other businesses right now. And, and not just, the brewing industry, but most of them, uh, you know. Uh, one of my other businesses, I own. Uh, uh, I'm an owner of a movie theater, and mm-hmm. wow. you know, uh, I can see right now we've been shut down for Jeez. near two months, yeah. and we're gonna at least six more weeks. Uh, how I figure where they're gonna be shut down, yeah, and we should be fine, but. Mm. Uh, most b- businesses couldn't handle two to three months of being shut down.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, right. Well, we, you know, like I always say, you, you should have three to six months expenses, right, as your emergency fund. But it's hard to have six months, but three months is probably a good goal. But uh, some people didn't have three weeks, right? Oh, and,
1: and, and that's one of the things that yeah. uh, the, everybody gets uh, situated with that, especially small businesses.
0: Exactly, yep.
1: Because uh, you – there, there, there's expenses you never see coming that are always there. So mm. always make sure you have 30 percent yep. more than you think you're going to need.
0: Exactly, good advice. What's your, uh, what's your movie theater that you? Where, where is it located?
1: Uh, Cannon, West Virginia.
0: All right. What's it? What's it called? We'll give a shameless plug.
1: Um, it's upsher, upsher.
0: Cinema Six. Awesome. Do you guys serve uh, Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company? We do not serve alcohol there. <laughs> I had to ask. You know, it sounds yeah. like yeah, you know, it's like a dentist that owns a candy store. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, anyhow, but uh, well, let's let's talk a little bit about um, you personally and your success that you've had being an entrepreneur and a business owner. I, I love your story. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success?
1: Uh, this sounds kind of trite and simple, but it's show up. Mm. Uh, Mm. that's, uh, I've definitely seen where people that don't show up, don't Mm. succeed. Yeah, You know, sometimes it's just being there and, uh, instead of uh, backing away from a problem, face it on and try to figure out ways to, to to find a solution.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's a great point. Yep.
1: So it. it, it, yeah, I know it's pretty simplistic, but showing up is literally one of the main things that uh, this advice I can give. That's great. Uh, Yeah.
0: You know, uh, well, you know, not only show up, you know, show up, if you show up, you're like 85% of the way there. If you show up on time, you're like 90%. there. If you show up, show up on time and actually work, you're going to be successful. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's basic stuff. I love that. It's great advice. That's great advice. What's one book or podcast you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? I'm
1: going to be a little bit, uh, uh, Going uh, old school on that, uh, I, I would actually throw in two. Uh, especially, uh, I would throw in Adam Worth's *The Wealth of Nations* just just yeah. to get a, an overview of capitalism. Mm. Uh, and as far as strategy and planning, I would read uh, Sun Tzu's uh, *The Art of War*. Mm. It's those are th- those are probably two of the most basic and generic answers. But yeah, that's great for anyone starting out. That's two great places to start then you can build off of that but uh you know just understanding capitalism um uh you know the invisible hand and all the cliche with uh things to go with that mm. it's a great starting point and um uh, with the wealth of nations and just strategy is uh, where you pick up from uh, the art of war.
0: Yep, absolutely. That's good stuff, Bill. And uh, for those uh, those new to the podcast, if you go to PositivelyWV.com on our resources section, we have a list of every book over the last two and a half years that have been recommended by all of our entrepreneur guests. And you can just click it and buy it right there with one simple click. Bill, thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. We've covered a, a lot in this interview, Bill. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to our listeners to know about your story or the story of Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company? Yeah,
1: I think we've covered most, most things. Uh, uh, always be looking forward. That's that's definitely another thing. Okay. Uh, mm. You know, um, it, just because one thing's one thing, it doesn't mean it's going to be it, it very, could change in the future. So always have different uh, um, different plans and uh, different ways to go.
0: Absolutely, uh,
1: I love it. Uh, plan A's, B's, C's, and D's, because uh, nothing ever works out Plan A all the way.
0: <laughs> well, one thing that's that's interesting, just in that comment you made, and it kind of reminds me. We've probably heard this before. It's kind of a cliche, but it is so true, and that's why the windshield is so big and the rearview mirror is so small, because you want to be looking at that. Road in front of you, and you just don't know where the country road's going to take you, right? It could be to Maxwellton, West Virginia, there in Greenbrier and GVBC. And I'm going to encourage our listeners, if you're of age and you uh, want to try it out, uh, head out to the local Kroger or most WalMarts throughout the state of West Virginia and check out Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company. Bill, how as we close out here, how can our listeners learn more about your company and maybe even get in contact with you? Oh well,
1: we're, we're we have um, um, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we have our own website. It's gvbc beer, um, and we're located in uh, uh, Maxwelton. Um, whenever con- conditions are better, when you be out on the road, you can uh, stop by and take tours of the, the, the facility. facility. Mm. Um, we're going to try to do an inter, uh, interactive one that we can uh, post on our website or cool. on online. Um, just had our graphic artists in today, looking at that, That's awesome. talking about it. Very cool. uh, um, we have an online store now that we just launched this week. Excellent. Um, um
0: so absolutely which,
1: for the social distancing which is kind of funny we do there's uh, a little plug we have our own uh social dis- distancing shirt with Sasquatch on the back
0: so uh, <laughs> I'll have to check that out that's cool That's awesome. Very creative. You guys are a creative bunch down there in Greenbrier County and I appreciate you, Bill, being on the show today and talking about your story. I think uh, we'll make sure that we have links to all that stuff that you mentioned, social media and the website and everything in the show notes section at PositivelyWV.com as well. Bill, it's been a real honor to have you on the podcast today. I think what you're doing is really creative. It's fun and uh, it's encouraging tourism. It's encouraging people to get out and take adventures and you know, take a beer with you. And I I just encourage you to keep up the great work. I've really gotten to to know you here a little bit uh, over the last half hour or so, and just want to thank you for being on the show.
1: Thank you for having me, Jim. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Bill Heckle and his company, Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company in Greenbrier County, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way inspire you and motivate you just to get out there and and start a a company, start a business and, and grow it and deploy people and make West Virginia strong. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And we, of course, appreciate your comments, encouragement, podcast reviews, uh, comments on on social media as well. Uh, And we encourage you to share those stories on your social media channels, too. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.